Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chat, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Libby, how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited for today. All right. We, this is episode 46 and in episode 46, we're going to kind of do a, a compilation, but in a, in a bullet pointed sort of way of how to get your business started. And I got Libby here. Who's got some major things to get us started with. Yeah. So I, as a business owner, and I know you guys out there have experienced this, people constantly ask how do I get started? I've always wanted to do this. This was my dream. How did you do it? You know, some people want the answers and some people don't, but uh, we are going to break it down for you. So you can send them to this video and you can tell them, you know, these are the steps you need to take to get started. And if you are just starting, we have done something special over the past couple months and we followed and consulted with someone just starting their business. So maybe you've heard of Diva G and her Do Over Boutique, and we've been following, and you can watch those videos and you can see the actual nitty gritty steps that she's taken to start her business and what the roadblocks were and all that good stuff. So and much we're fun. Gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about all of that today. So, so much fun. I love yeah. following Diva G, but I think it's great for us to bring it down real quick and give this whole boom, boom, boom on this. So I know that you talk about, um, I mean, obviously the first step is naming your business, but before Mm. that you always talk about something that sat with you. That is a good thing to think about prior to even picking out your name. Okay. So we had a business spotlight with Catherine Birch of Resellient, and she is probably one of the most insightful people, um, that I have ever had the pleasure of speaking with, but She said one of the most important things that she asks new business owners or people joining her tribe is, are you ready for the roller coaster? Because being in business is like being on a roller coaster. Um, Being in the reselling business is maybe like being on the super duper double looper roller coaster. Super duper double looper. (laughs) I like that. And there are a lot of twists, turns. Sometimes you're hanging upside down. Sometimes you're not sure, you know, you can't see the end. The end isn't in sight. It's <laughs> it's a roller coaster. And I think her point was just so good that you have to be ready for that. And you have to be willing to do that in your life because it is not a straight shot. It is difficult. Um, it's doable. It's totally doable, but oh, it, it's 100%. it's not easy. You have to be able to weather the ups and downs and have the kind of personality and perseverance to be able to do that. So I think before anybody does anything, they should ask themselves that question. And sometimes the answer is yes. And sometimes the answer is, you know, no, I like having a very predictable life and that's okay. Right. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And yeah. it is something to keep in mind. And, and, and I agree with you. Um, Sometimes we just like to put this ideal vision of, oh, this is what it's going to yeah. be like. And reality is in any of it. It's it's never going to be that way. There's going to be bumps in the road. But the and roller coaster. Ask, like in the beginning is so smart because think about the failure rate of small businesses. It's astronomical. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is actually because people are not ready for those ups and downns. It's not being prepared. The unprepared. Yeah. 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 I get that. Excellent Um, point by Catherine. Oh yes. I'm glad you brought her up. I love her. What a Uh a sweetheart. 
Um, okay, naming, this was another thing in one of our episodes that I thought you did very well to somebody who's just coming in and wanting a brief. When you're picking out your name, you had some very good advice on what to do when picking out your name. And I know that um, Style Lister, oh my gosh, Maria. Maria, yeah. Also says some things based on this in the episode when we had her as a C-chat. Um, and I want you to talk about things you need to look at. You pick out your name and you go, oh, this is what I've always wanted. I want my name to be this. But there's some steps you okay. need to take. What are those steps? You need to make sure that business name is available, number one. You have to make sure. Available where? <laughs> available where? If you want the domain name and you don't want to pay somebody an astronomical fee for it and fight over it, um, the domain name, go to GoDaddy or any domain uh, place where you can buy domain names. Make sure it's available. Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. I like to just hit all, not saying you have to have all these accounts, but you should reserve your name on all these accounts and make sure they're available and make sure somebody's not using that name already, even if they don't have it registered. You don't want to get confused. You don't want to um, be too similar to something if you can help it. Um, I just had another about the thought. length of that name. How about the uh, length of that name? The length, yes. That's a biggie. That's a biggie. Because I'm looking at your sign behind you. Just yeah, consignment. Consignment yeah. is a long word. It's a long word. And I have to tell you, even though like the first part of that kanji is what, how many letters? One, two, three, six, four, five, six, six letters. All right. You're quicker than me in the math arena, but um, <laughs> it's only six letters, but consignment is very long and the whole name does not fit on all the platforms. I think on Twitter, I think maybe even Pinterest. So take that into account. See, you know, make it and make it as short as you can. Uh, if it's possible, if it describes what you do, you will save yourself some marketing and some energy. Uh, if it already answers the question, like I wanted to answer the question, what do we do? Consignment. Okay. Clear. Uh, so yeah, that's awesome. Uh, let's see what else about the name. So you're making sure it's available. You're making sure it's concise. If it can say what you do. Awesome. Uh, if it can't, I think okay too. You're just going to have to work a little bit on your mission statement, your branding to describe that to people. But I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. And, and Maria talks about it. And I say the same thing when I'm doing um, consulting with people on business, that consistency really does make a difference. And yeah. as consistent and concise as you can be, it just makes your long-term trip as a business so much easier with yeah. less hiccups in that department because um, mm -hmm. you're going to have hiccups in many other places too but the more you can take those initial steps like Libby's saying and reserve make sure that name is there make sure it's concise make sure people don't wonder what you're doing um, I know consignment is a long word but if that is what you are doing with your business you do want that there um, yeah. so that people don't second guess and like you said <laughs> I always think about Make sure the other businesses out there that are named like you, um, you don't want somebody to confuse you with another business that maybe doesn't have the same morals and values that your business has. Um, yeah, good point. Good so point. you need to be careful with that. So that's my other yeah. thing. So right. I think Diva, I think Diva G's did a great job with that. The Do Over Boutique. We oh, love her name. Uh, the other thing is when you say it to somebody, when you are having a conversation with somebody, 
you need to be able to easily say, so I'll say conchic consignment. And then inevitably I have to spell out (laughs) C-O-N-S-H-Y and that's okay. Consignment. And uh, we have to go down that road. So just make sure when you're saying it to somebody, like if you have to overly describe what it is and how they can find you, just take a step back and rethink that. Um, like Janine's do over boutique, love it, but it's what she spells do over D E A U X. So X. she'll have to spell that out, but it is very readable. It's very short. It's very concise. So anyway, and okay. you do remember <laughs> that when somebody says do over boutique. Yeah. It's catchy. And it makes sense. Do over makes sense that, you know, you can think easily. I loved the story behind all that. Yeah. If you haven't listened to those episodes, go back because it's just, it's so clever, creative and cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's a clever woman. She really is. Yeah. All right. So you get all that reserved, you've decided on your name and then you're like, okay, what's next? And that's where somebody like myself steps in and says to you, logo, the next step you want to do before you reserve all that information, but then let's get your logo going. So Mm -hmm. there you pick out what it is that you're doing. I have a whole process when I consult with somebody that I do to really get them to think through kind of what their overall vision is, their overall feeling. Um, I talk about feelings a lot because, and, and I've talked to you about this, when I walk into say a brick and mortar, there are just those stores that you walk into that the feeling and the the look and everything that you do, you just have to walk out with something that you've bought. You just can't walk out without, even if it's a simple lip gloss, just because you have to have a piece of that. So that's part of a feeling. What kind of feeling do you want? And so I have a whole kind of interview process that I do when I consult with people to get them to really think their overall vision of. Yeah. And I think it helps to have uh, a a mission and to know who your customer is before, before you, like you have your name and you kind of think about who, who's that ideal, who's my customer Yeah, and what kind of feeling do I want them to have? And what is my mission in this? And I think uh, Diva G does a really good job articulating what her mission is and who her customer is. And I think that probably made your job a lot, um, it did. But I don't it want was, to say easy, not easy what you do. I don't want to be insulting, but it made it, it made it easy. I, I don't know what else, what other word to use. It made it easier to develop a logo because she did articulate who her customer was and what feeling she wanted. Yes. Yes. We did branch out and think it, she had to think a little deeper and she was like, Oh, uh-huh. you know, in some of the questions and she was like, wow, what a good question. Okay. Let me think about that. But um, overall she left with this. I really know where I am and what I'm doing. She came in Mm -hmm. really uh, ahead of a lot of thought processes usually with something like that. But so you get that vision, you get it going. And then I go through the colors, the image, kind of what you want to portray, what you want your logo to look like. Do you want it to be cutesy? Do you want it to be boutique-y, artsy, um, like a period look from a certain period? There's Mm -hmm. all different things you can do. So we go through that, get that logo in. There will be upcoming quick chats on logo design too that I am in the works on doing to help people with that. Then I also did a quick chats on a branding kit. So I use Canva. I worship 
more love can but it's so easy <laughs> for anybody to use if you i'll want. link it up in the show notes link it up in the show yeah, notes you guys can go the through the link it it's great for beginners but it's also great for somebody like myself who doesn't like just a simple template to go by i like to i'm i'm a creative mind so i like to really get into the details and and create myself sometimes when you're in a quick rush it's nice to have a template to grab and just kind of make it your own. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole episode on branding kits and how to make your branding kit on Canva. Once you make a branding kit, that's your colors, that's your logos, that's everything you need. So that across the board, no matter what you do, when you're posting on social media and putting yourself out there, people start to identify by your logo. And there's a whole big thing on trust in that, right, Libby? Like, Oh my gosh, I can't underestimate the importance of having that brand kit and having that consistency. Like a lot of us resellers, for instance, we're selling on multiple platforms. We, you know, for me, for example, I was at several antique malls. Mm -hmm. Um, At some point I had a brick and mortar uh, antique malls. Uh, You know, we would go to farmer's markets sometimes. We would be online, different platforms. And the feedback we initially got was it was very confusing for our customers. They wanted to be able to easily identify us. And Molly pulled all that together, branded everything. And now we never get that question. They know it's us. It's, it really just is so important. And to do that from the beginning, right off the bat, if it's possible, rather than try to backtrack and do it is, is definitely like, get that brand kit, get your colors, I can't remember the percentage, but there's a large percent of, um, there's a study done in that percentage of people that, that look for that same business. It's trust. When they go to shop, they want to shop somebody they trust. And that's all part of building your brand. And if you build a consistent brand with, with the right vision and mission, and it's all very clear, people trust you. And and you're doing so much work building that trust. So have yes. that brand to go along with it because yes. you will be working your butt off building trust, building sales, building customer base. So you right. want to. So have when somebody goes looking you. through and they see yeah. all these different businesses advertised and they see yours, there's there's almost a feel of relief. Like, okay, I'm going to go here because I know them and I know what I'm getting and I'm going to look for my gift here. So mm-hmm. it is very important. And I wish I would have written those statistics down. I think it was from um, maybe Rory Vaden had the statistics on that branding and the trust factor there and how important. Well, I think we don't need statistics. Safe to say it's really important. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I hear you. I hear you. All right. So listen, you've done all this. You've gone back. You've watched these other episodes to get more details on what you're doing. So you've got your social media sites and your website all grabbed your name. Mm. It's Mm. all there. It's all reserved. You've got your logo, you know, your brand kit, you all that set. You're ready to go. You're like, okay, what's next? Well, next you got to figure out what platform are you going to sell on? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got to get up on my little soapbox again. I, I feel I like I knew I'm you were going to pull it out. This. Oh, knew, yeah, let me get it. Let me get it. I knew you were pulling it out. <laughs> okay, so it is very fashionable to be cross-listing right now. Uh, if you are just starting, I am pleading with you. 
please keep it as simple as possible until you nail your process down and you understand completely one platform and you're able to do that well. Uh, it's easy to watch. I think a lot of other YouTubers and that have been doing this a while that cross list and, you know, have a lot of offshoots and crazy things going on. I am saying just please just master one platform, set up a very uh, efficient and consistent process and, and nail that down before you look at anything else. I, I can't emphasize that enough. It's so easy to get pulled in different directions. It's very hard to learn more than one platform at a time. It's very, very difficult to manage inventory if you're in all different places and all different directions. I think uh, Dee did an awesome job of picking her platform uh, in one of the episodes. I'm going to interrupt for two things. One, yeah. I'm going to slide you a little to the side of your box to say later on after you've mastered your platform and you are ready to cross list, I just wanted to put a shout out to our friends at oh, List yeah. Perfectly because that's a great, List Perfectly is a great platform when you're ready to cross list. Mm-hmm. But when you're ready, he's probably list. like, they're also a great inventory management platform at this point. Yes, um, that, that would so be a good reason to get started to consider, now. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. inventory management prior to getting into cross listing. But one of the things I wanted to bring up as you were saying that, that I remembered that you talk about in several episodes that we have when we're discussing this is we do an episode on all the different platforms and break it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tiffany made a great spreadsheet on that oh, breakdown. Yeah. And it's wonderful to look at all the different platforms with the fees and what they ask for and require. Mm-hmm. There are easy, quick ways. And a lot of those platforms are very easy. But Libby made a suggestion one time, and I thought it was brilliant. And this is what Diva G is doing. People get very scared of eBay. And mm. you had said in one of them, start with eBay. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember saying this because I do. I do. I've given master, this advice lots of times. If you can master eBay as your first one, the rest, it's a cakewalk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you can choose eBay and that's your first platform and you can master that, it makes the others so much easier down the road and people get scared of it. But I'm telling you, listen, if I can do it, you can do it. Trust me. <laughs> we do a whole episode just on eBay. We do. I, I love eBay. It's my, it's my primary platform for my business and I, I love it. It is a little bit more difficult, but once you got it, you got it. And the reach is just. The reach is unbelievable. You're going to have those sales rolling in. You're going to have yeah. those sales rolling in. Yeah. You're going to get that practice. Yeah. Uh, some of the other platforms are a little, I'm going to use Poshmark as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, labor intensive, you're sharing, you're going back, you're doing closet cleanouts. You're, I mean, in the consignment business, you really don't have time for that. You just, right. you just don't. You just yeah, don't. The social part of Poshmark, it's just too hard. Yeah. It's too time consuming. I agree. It's more like a social media slash selling, but eBay is, um, I just loved when you said that that time. And I thought, you know what, that is very true. If you start with that one, the the big one, then you're like, poof, I got this. <laughs> I was so glad Diva G decided to, to start with eBay. I yeah. was like, yeah, I'm doing my happy dance over and here. How fun was that in that episode when she was like, I was on vacation and my phone was going ka-ching, ka-ching, and I was selling things. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exciting. There's nothing like that ka-ching sound, right? Oh, right. my gosh. Gosh. Okay. So you do an episode on um, listing on eBay 
that actually shows, right? How to I, uh, yeah, I have a, I have a quick chat. I didn't um, post it yet. Well, I guess by the time this is done, it'll be posted. Where okay. I actually walked Eva G through um, posting on eBay, different suggestions, and we do a couple. Li- we edit a couple listings. I mean, that's phenomenal yeah. for somebody just starting out. Just watch that yeah. video where you walk her through how to do the listing. Yeah. That's phenomenal. So that will help. And we're always here for questions in our group, right? right. Absolutely. So you yeah. get that and you get going. And uh, I think the last thing we'll touch on at this point is inventory management. I know mm. you had mentioned list perfectly is a great thing, but let's talk quickly about inventory management. Yeah. So in episode 17 and 18, we do inventory management. We talk first about tracking and then about storage. So there's different, all sorts of different consignment. Um, so- there's all different pieces of consignment software that you can use. We have a range in our consignment chats, community chats, community of people that use all sorts of different software to track it. And um yeah, so it's kind of deciding on that. Tiffany uses a spreadsheet and she shows uh, Diva G how she can use a spreadsheet. And that's a great place to start. It's just a simple Google spreadsheet until you're, until you're ready and uh, you build. When you build, you can, most of these software companies will just import your spreadsheet. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about losing that. They do the, usually do the conversions for free. So great place to start. Keep it simple. Don't get hung up. Uh, if you want to start with software, there are some really good options out there as well. So make sure you check in the show notes because there's going to be links of all that information of the mm-hmm. episodes where we go into more detail um, if you need more information, but also links to all the different items that we talked about that will help you along the yeah. way. And when you decide how you're tracking your inventory, that'll also determine how you're storing your inventory. And we all have different ways and we document it. You can check out the videos. Yeah, we showed the down and dirty of our storage spaces. Yes, and, we did. Um, yeah, sometimes the, the software you use or the spreadsheet you use will determine how to do that. So you're going to start with a tracking system from the beginning because it's so easy. I've seen so many people do this, fall into the trap is, oh, I only have a bin worth of items. I can track that. And then before you know it, <laughs> It's out of control and you're going, oh, I wish I started this from the beginning. And I, I always think you. of scavenger life. Like um, if you've ever listened to that podcast, it is no longer, but uh, they had 8,000 items, over 8,000 items by the time they decided to implement an inventory tracking system. They said I, it was one of their biggest regrets and hugest jobs. Yeah. I can't even fathom that. <laughs> And I got to say, it, it's that talk about a roller coaster. Your inventory is a roller coaster because I change <laughs> what I do all the time because, yeah. you know, I've got everything just kind of going up and down the hills and I got it all. I got this under control. And then the next thing you know, I get two estates literally dumped in my lap and <laughs> chaos reigns. Like, yeah. where's it going? So, again, your inventory is yet another piece of that. <laughs> that roller coaster. But I don't want anyone to get deterred from that because if you love what you do and we clearly love what we do, there's so many more ups than downs, right? I mean, yeah. I don't think I'd be doing this. Yeah. If there was, if there were more downs, yeah, definitely more ups. I mean, we're not saying that to scare anybody off. We're saying that because we want you to be realistic and, but we have so much fun. We have so, so much, much fun. fun. And 
I'm, I wait, wait, wait. One more time. Last time, I swear I'm getting my soapbox out. All right, pull it out. All right, here it is. All right, guys. So we've talked about all of this. It can be super overwhelming if you're just starting. Or if you had started and missed some of these key pieces, it can be a bit much, right? But I, here's what I say. Just do it. Just keep moving forward. Do not get hung up on any of the details. Oh, my logo isn't quite right. Or I got the wrong color. Or I'm not sure about this. Just take the, make yourself take that next step. Make yourself not get caught in the weeds because there's always weeds to get caught in. And you can really just hinder yourself in the details. And you don't want to do that. You want to see the big picture. You're starting this business. You got to keep going. And don't let my biggest issue stop you. And Libby's got a quote for this, my perfectionism. Yes. So let's pull out a little Winston Churchill. We'll put Hill. I sound like I had an accent. We'll put him on the soapbox. As he says, perfection is the enemy of progress. So if you need to put that somewhere, if you're somebody that gets caught in the weeds and you're having trouble moving forward, I mean, it's a killer. It's a killer. Yeah. I mean, Molly, you have overcome that in leaps and bounds. I've grown so much because that usually will stop me dead in my tracks or slow yeah. me down to tortoise pace because I can't do that until this is perfect. And yeah. I have learned, I mean, even my photography process has, I did a post on our social media the other day, which by the way, if you're not following us on Facebook, Instagram, you're missing out, get in there and get in our private group. I want to throw that out there. Um, yeah. But I did a post on um, photography because from uh, we did a photography episode, but mm -hmm. since then, I have so streamlined my photography. And I said, what are the two main things I use for my photography? Phone mm -hmm. and photo room, period. Yeah. It doesn't matter where I am, what's behind me, what's in front of me. Mm -hmm. I can make a studio style picture of an item for listing with just those two items, wherever I am. Yeah. I mean, there are all those little hacks you can use. Uh, I'm going to use myself as an example for this. So I did not have a great photo setup for nine years. I struggled. Uh, my photos were not great. They were not the best. Uh, some of them I'm still embarrassed of. You can see them up on eBay. <laughs> I keep going in there trying to change them, but ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but that goes back to my point though. I got the stuff up. I listed it. I didn't let it hold me back from getting things up. And we were still very successful with a lot of sales. Oh, so I was going to say, like, I would love to see the percentages of how many of those sold anyway, with the most God awful pictures, they still sell. sold anyway. Yeah. I'm not recommending people do that, but if that's yeah. the thing that's holding you back, just get the list, ju just do it. Just get the just listing it. up. If it's not perfect, if it's not beautiful, you're better off having it up than not having it up. Yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line. hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. Yeah. And don't go look, don't go look at my old photos. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should y'all gosh I wish I had one right now to go look <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 look 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 so anyway oh my gosh this was fun I feel like yeah. we gave some good information for somebody who's back and forth do I should I how what when where why right yes there's so I much know. information out there already on our channel, which by the way, subscribe. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, subscribe, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, 
because then you can go back and do all that and message us because we're here. Yeah, right? and drop a comment on YouTube or um, in the C-Chats community. We're there to answer. A lot of our community members are there to answer. But, but what is the C-Chats community? Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's kind of important. What? Okay, so our C-Chats community is a group on Facebook where we interact and we talk it's a private it's a free private group so we interact and we talk about different um, things with our business if we're having a frustration and we need some help coming up with answers uh that's where you go to do it that's where you go to do it you don't vent on your business facebook page you come over to the c chats community and you say i'm really struggling with this or you want to celebrate a win nothing's better than celebrating a win we love to celebrate wins with friends in our community. There's, there's been a lot of them lately. There's been a lot of really so you can amazing stuff. Happening. Find that community by going on our um, community on our consignment chats, Facebook page. Right. And you can find it through that. Or are you going to put you can a find link it through that? You can find it through the consignment chats website, which is what and it's always in the show notes. Consignmentchats.com y'all consignmentchats.com. So um, give us a like click that notification button. You know what? I'd really like to read a review, an Apple podcast review on the air. So if you want to drop us an Apple, uh, a review, an Apple podcast, it it takes a couple days to get up. Hopefully by the next time we record, I'll have one. Feel free to drop your business name and we will give you a shout out as well. Yes. Yes. We love those. Those make us happy. Love them. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Well, this was great. Until next time, my friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's my lipstick. Cheers. 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 Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of consignment chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.